Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. You cannot separate the fear of the Lord from the character of God. So, we have to realize that God is the Creator, we're His children. That God is the Father, we are His children. God is the boss, we are His servants. Do you understand what you just said? He's the boss, He's the man, we are the servants. God promises to give this wisdom and instruction to those that will humble themselves in a simple way and to those that become childlike in their approach to God. We must not take a prideful or haughty attitude if we desire to receive knowledge and discretion from God. He gives His instruction only to the teachable and those that depend on Him and not their own human reasoning. However, it does not mean that we're not to just rely on our own logic and reasoning, but to bring God into our daily affairs so that we have access to the mind of Christ with His guidance and His wisdom. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, let's join Pastor Mark in the book of Proverbs, chapter 1, verse 2, for part one of our message entitled, The Key to Everything. One day an old friend named Gladys was attending church services. I don't know why, but the sermon seemed to go on forever and ever and ever. I don't know where that is from, but... And many in the congregation during that time fell asleep. After the service, to be social, Gladys decided to walk up to a sleepy-looking gentleman and in an attempt to revive him from his stupor. She extended her hand in greeting and said, Hello, I'm Gladys Dunn. (laughs) To which the gentleman replied, You're not the only one. Well, hopefully you won't feel that way at the end of tonight's teaching. Proverbs chapter 1. We learned last week that the book of Proverbs is filled with short, concentrated statements that give us wisdom so that we can do life right. In verses 2 through 6, and I have some of the keys on the overhead for you, you're going to see seven reasons you want to study Proverbs. And I encourage you to write them. You may not able to get all in your Bible now, but you can write them later. And they come from these first five verses. Let's read them together. Verse 2. For obtaining wisdom and discipline. For understanding words of insight. The word discipline there means instruction or correction. So as we go through the book of Proverbs, there'll be instruction. There'll be correction in your life and mine. The understanding is 
to discern, to be able to separate what's right from wrong, from what's true from that which is false, from what's good from what's bad, from what's worthwhile to that which is worthless. So lots of discerning as we go through, and the, these little nuggets will help us. Verse 3, for acquiring a disciplined and prudent life, doing what is right and just and fair. So by going through the book of Proverbs, we'll grasp prudence or add prudence to our life. That just seems to... It's this picture like behind the scenes. You'll have some uh, ability to see behind the scenes and take some care about the decisions that you're making in life. Some forethought, some common sense. Verse 4. Forgiving prudence, that common sense seen behind the scenes, to the simple. Knowledge and discretion to the young. So there, knowledge equals skill. So as we go through this, we'll have some skill at living life. Discretion is to do life right after we understand how to do it. So we'll have that. And verse 5 gives us our last key. Let the wise listen and add to their learning. Learning just simply means to grasp grasp something, to, to grab a hold of the understanding of it, and to let the discerning get guidance. The word guidance in the Hebrew means to steer a ship, to be able to move, in the right direction. So, I mean, if you look at that, those are the things that people are looking for individually, in families, in business, in every aspect of life, uh, instruction, correction, to be able to separate what's true from that which isn't, to kind of get good sense and see behind the scenes of things, to have skill in living, to do right, to be able to do right after I understand what steps I should take. When somebody presents a, a principle, I can grasp onto it it's, as if it's mine. And last, to be able to steer our lives just as we were steering a ship. Now, as we go through this, who is going to get these keys? Who is the book of Proverbs 2? What group of people will get these seven keys as we go through the book of Proverbs? Well, I wrote for you the answer. Basically, it's everybody. All of us need his wisdom and his understanding. So God has given it to all of us. But I want you to pick yourself tonight, and I want to ask you to raise your hand. But back in verse 5, we have a picture, and verse 4, of three kinds of people that there are in the world. Well, let's see. Again, don't raise your hand. But wisdom is going to go, understanding is going to go, how to live life is going to go to three people. Well, look at verse 4 first. To the simple. That's an IQ maybe in the teens. I mean from experience. What does the word simple mean? It means those that are naive, gullible, easy to be fooled. So, the book of Proverbs is written to those people who really just, they don't get it about a lot of things of life. You know, you call them on the phone and say, uh, I'm selling a $10,000 car to you for a dollar. Would you like to come pick it up? Well, where's the keys? I'll be right there. Is there a problem with that? Yes, there's a problem with that. So we're going to go through and you're going to see that the naive, now to be honest, we're all naive in some areas. Some other areas we're not. What's the second group? Look at verse 4. 
not only going to get prudence to the simple, but knowledge and discretion to who? The young. One of the blessings of the book of Proverbs is it's specifically for the young. Much of it is for the young person, the student, the junior high person, the the high school person, the, the college and career person, the person that's just starting their life, the newly married. It's for the young people. I think that's exciting. Now, especially those that are students that are in junior high and high school, the reason for this, that word there, young, really means inexperienced. Now, if you talk to a teenager, they know everything about life. There's no question about it. In fact, some of you are probably saying now, well, I don't need to read the book of Proverbs. I got life all down and it's all put away in a back pocket here. Everything's cool. Well, let's go back up to the simple and the gullible and the naive. That's not true. And mom and dad will get much smarter when you hit about 21, 22, and 23. Somehow they've gained knowledge that they didn't have at 14. The understanding is they had it all along. You just weren't ready for it. So this is going to be wisdom for those that are a little naive, for the youth. Well, does that leave anybody else out? Well, here's the wonderful category, and it's not an old person. Look at verse 5. It says, let the wise listen. Though the third group of people are those that are wise. In the Hebrew, that means this, people that are already experienced. In other words, God wants not just the naive and the simple, not just the youth or fairly inexperienced at the things of life, but he wants all of those that don't fall in those categories, which is usually an older person, more experienced. God says, I'm going to give the Proverbs to you. Now, why would an experienced person need the Proverbs? If they already have experience, why do they need them? Because if you stop learning, you stop living. Some of you, and I won't ask you to raise your hand, but if you were a secretary back in the 70s, and your kids are grown now and you're going back to work, you're going to have a hard time finding an underwriter typewriter, underwood typewriter. You're going to have a hard time. You might find it in a used shop, but unless you know Windows, unless you understand computers, you're in trouble. And so it's interesting to me that nobody would be really as an older person foolish like that. They know they got to go back for training, but we come to the spiritual part of our lives. Some of you have been Christians 10, 20, 30, 40 years, you think, piece of cake, got the book of Proverbs down, understand everything there is to do about life. Why do I need to go through the book of Proverbs? Well, the wisest man on earth said, you and I do. Why? Because there's lots more to learn. If you think you've arrived, really, you're in bad shape. Because there's a growth process that needs to continue in my life and your life. So God just says this way, don't be a know-it-all. There is only one know-it-all. Who is that? You remember from last week, God is a know-it-all. So let's be teachable. Now, in verse 6, this is how the goals are going to be accomplished. For understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and the riddles of the wise. In other words, those seven keys will be found as we go through the book of Proverbs and the parables that are in front of us. So God has given us this chance to gain wisdom. 
Wisdom is more than an accumulation of human knowledge. The internet is filled with knowledge. If you don't think so, just put any word in and you'll spend the rest of your life looking up the articles. It just goes on and on and it expands actually like an infinitesimal rate. Just, you, you can't even understand it. It just keeps going. Well, wisdom is much more than human knowledge. Man's knowledge is not equal to true wisdom. So as we go through, we're looking not just for my experiences, but I'm looking for God's wisdom. There's some interesting products that are sold in the United States now. And these are true statements. On these products are the statements that I'm going to read you to show that man's wisdom is not very wise. The reason these labels are on these products, actually, is because dumb people are suing the companies of these products. So they've had, this is actually true, they've had to put these warnings on the products. Here they are. On a Sears hairdryer, the warning says, do not use while sleeping. This is the warning. On a box of dessert, it says this, don't turn upside down. Guess where the warning is? That's exactly right. <laughs> On an iron from Europe, brought in from Europe, here's the warning on the box. Don't iron clothes on your body. <laughs> now, don't tell me you've tried it. Please, don't even. <laughs> on a box of nitol. And what do we use nitol for? Here's what it says. May cause drowsiness. Here's a good one. On Chinese Christmas lights, here's the warning. For indoors or outdoors use only. <laughs> well, where do we go from there? And here's the best. On an airplane, a bag of peanuts. The label says, warning, contains nuts. No kidding. We're nuts. And that's what this world tells us. So man's knowledge, man's wisdom is not equal, praise God, to that stupid wisdom. The Jewish word for wisdom is chokmah, H-O-K-M-A-H. And it means this, the skill of a craftsman, a sailor, a singer, an administrator, a counselor, in other words, people that were experts in those areas. So when we see the word wise, we're looking at skill and we're looking at wisdom. And wisdom really means this in the Hebrew language. It conveys the truth of bringing God into proper focus so that I can actually change places. Again, now, it doesn't happen literally. I can actually change places with God and look at life from God's view. So as we go through the book of Proverbs, it's actually looking at life from God's point of view. Understanding past the time element that we have here, past the circumstances that we're in the middle of, what does he want? What does he think of this situation from his viewpoint? Now it's more than knowledge. It's actually the application of knowledge. 
Many people have knowledge. Many people have knowledge, but they don't apply it. Solomon had knowledge, but he didn't apply it. So when you see the word wisdom, it's what we do with knowledge. You see, we have a lot of smart alecks that are out there, but it's not that. It's what we do with it. So here's the definition of wisdom. Probably want to put it in your in your Bible. Wisdom is living according to God's view, with God's values, and in God's timing. So the three things you want there is God's point of view, God's values, and God's timing. It means doing life right. Well, the big question comes then: How do we get wisdom? How do I? How do we get this wisdom, Pastor Mark? Where does it come from? Let me give you an illustration. The title of tonight's teaching is the key to everything. Let's say tonight, in this little box in front of you, I have a billion dollars. It's a check for a billion dollars. That's valid, absolutely valid. Now, as you look at that, and you look right on the outside cover, it says this: only one key will open this box to get the treasure. How many keys? One. So, it's not a very difficult situation because it says there's only. One key that will open this box, and when I open it, how much do I get? I get a billion dollars. All right. Now, the question you should have is what? Where's the key? Who has the key? How do I get the key? That's the only question you need to have. Now, it's the same thing with Proverbs. Let's walk through the scenario spiritually. Inside this box, instead of a billion dollars. Is wisdom, how to live life right here, and how to get to heaven. Every answer, how to live life right, every situation you can ever think of in your life, any situation, any complicated situation, the answers to it are in here. Absolutely here, and how to get to heaven. Not just here, but how to get to heaven. And on the top of this. Spiritual treasure chest. There's a little note that says this: only one key will open it. Well, if there's only one key that opens it, what question should we ask? Where's the key? Well, get your fingers ready. Proverbs one seven. Turn there. Your other finger. Proverbs nine ten. Proverbs one seven. In Proverbs nine ten, here we will find the key to doing life right. In Proverbs one seven, it says this: "The fear of the Lord is the beginning." You might want to circle that word and just write "foundation," starting point. The fear of the Lord is the beginning, the foundation, the starting point of. Knowledge. I'm not going to take time this week, but in a couple weeks. But fools despise wisdom and knowledge. The wise and fools are contrasted significantly all through the book of Proverbs. Now look at Proverbs nine ten. 
You probably want to put by 1-7, just look at 9-10 in your Bible so you'll remember to go to both of those because this is the key. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Now take a moment, look at verse 7 and look at chapter 9, verse 10. And what are the first five words in both verses? The fear of the Lord. The key to life is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the foundation to all wisdom. It is the key to everything. So in this box are all the answers to your life. Teenager, young married person, single parent, divorce, older person. Looking for a job, home, relationships, whatever you need. The key to this box for you is found in the fear of the Lord. Now, that brings up another question. If the one key is the fear of the Lord, and that will open up everything in my life and your life, what should our next question be? What is the fear of the Lord? And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. What is the fear of the Lord? Well, let me give you a definition. The fear of the Lord is to worship, respect, and love him so much that we desire to obey him. The fear of the Lord is to worship, respect, and love him so much that we desire to obey him. The fear of the Lord relates to his character, the character of God. You cannot separate the fear of the Lord from the character of God. So we have to realize that God is the creator. We're his children. The God is the father. We are his children. God is the boss. We are his servants. Do you understand what you just said? He's the boss. He's the man. We are the servants. A young boy on his first day of school was wandering home from Sunday school, kind of taking his time on the way, and he scuffed his shoes in the grass, and he found a caterpillar, and he found a fluff, fluffy milkweed pot, and you know what you do with those. He blew it out. A bird's nest in the tree overhead, so wisely placed on high, was just another wonder that caught his eager eye. A neighbor watched his zigzag course and hailed him from the lawn and asked him where he'd been that day and what was going on. I've been to Bible school, he said, and turned a piece of sod. He picked up a wiggly worm, replying, I've learned a lot of God. In today's message, we learned what the Proverbs are for. Why did God write this little instruction book? He wanted to give us understanding, to know what's true from what's false. He wanted us to be prudent, to see behind the scenes, and to take caution and care. He wanted to give us discretion, to do life right after we have true understanding. And finally, to learn, to grasp understanding. You've been listening to Lessons for Living, the teaching ministry of Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. Each day here on Lessons for Living, we share messages that Pastor Mark taught at the main campus in Melbourne. 
Maybe you're listening right now in Brevard County and you don't have a home church. And today's message was exactly what you were looking for. Join us for worship. We meet at the Melbourne and Vieira campuses on Saturday night at 6 p.m. and Sunday morning at 8.30 and 10.45 a.m. And those in the Sebastian area can join us Sunday mornings at 10.45 a.m. For more information, call us toll-free at 866-779-3441. That's 866-779-3441. Or log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Now be sure and tune in next time when we will learn what the key to everything really is. But with having the key to everything comes humility. The book of Proverbs is wisdom, but wisdom is more than the accumulation of human knowledge. God tells us not to be a know-it-all. We must have a teachable heart so that we can learn from God's Word and hear His voice on how to live life right. That's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in, and may God bless you. And together, let's do life right. In a hurting world A new hope He is giving Lord, let us hear your